T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Jeremy White with Sneaky Joe DiBiase on WGR Sports Radio 550. It's the sun. Evan to play this. Did you? Okay. I did. Just cold right I, off the top. I asked Evan to play Circle of Life uh-huh. in the post-Howard era. And I thought about asking someone on Twitter to do like one of those, you know, photoshopped videos. Sure. But I wasn't sure if I was Simba yeah, who's or Simba? your Simba or is anybody Simba. Anyway. Who's Mufasa in this? I, well, no, Ms. no, Rafiki is the one that's holding up so Simba. That's, that's probably Howard. Howard is, is the, Rafiki. Yeah, he's the old elder statesman who's... Yeah. I don't know. No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who's Actually, who. if we really want to play this out, it's going to get bad quick. Yeah. Howard is Mufasa falling to all of the the antelope below. Yeah. Is really okay. what, is what Howard is, I think. Who's Scar in this scenario? I don't know. It's not You important. can't be Scar. No, no, no. There's no There's no bad stuff. That's it's, the thing. I, I don't know who you are in this. Yeah. Maybe you're Rafiki. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Good morning. It's uh, Jeremy White, Sneaky the, Jody Biasi. The Bills drafting a running back in the first round is, is the Circle Scar. of Life? No, he's, that's Scar. Yeah, right. Yeah. Happy Monday. We're back. It was a, uh, a great, great weekend of sports in my life. You went to the Sabre game, I went think is what that means, Went to the Sabre game. I mean, yeah. I got a million things to say about how great that was. Watched a ton of the golf yesterday, which was super dramatic with great, just, yep. it, was, it was great. It was great. You know, we're, we're getting to uh, the NFL offseason. A week from today, we'll have movement in the NFL free agency world. So player movement is pretty much a week away. I'm, it was the Rodgers decision coming down this week. I was, who, I mean, who knows with this guy yeah, though, right? It's tough. It's tough. So be a month. We're also riding a high, I think, with our soccer teams from the weekend. Yes, we probably both are doing that. So yep. uh, it's 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 a good Monday. It's a good Monday. And how's the weather? The weather looks fine. It's going to be sure. chilly, but no ice storms or anything for the next week. So although I did have to scrape my car. Oh, really? Coming in here, huh? Frost on the front windshield. Okay. Just a, just a little bit. I couldn't. It would not have been. I could not have driven though with it. Like it had to be scraped. Sure. Right. I don't. I got to make sure I still have a scraper in my car because every once in a while you'll take it out kind of banking on the season being over, but uh, it's probably a little early to do that. Maybe you watch some of the Combine. I, I, I did read a lot of the winners and losers from the Combine, and it's uh, it's always tough to try and figure out if you're going to value it or not because you've got plenty of the NFL world that would say it doesn't mean anything, tape means more, and yet everybody goes. 
right. and they watch it and they interview players. So there's definitely something to get out of the combine. What it is, well, we probably don't get all the information because it's about interviews. Then again, my one of my favorite things from the combine of years past is the video of the Bills and Brandon Bean watching Gabe Davis run uh-huh. and hoping he runs slow. Right, so they'd be able to get him late. Yep. Yeah. Hope he runs slow because mm-hmm. if he if he runs slow, maybe he can sneak him through a couple rounds. And sure enough, they didn't. He got him in the fourth round. So. And who was that this weekend? Jordan Addison ran a really slow forty, he right? He did. He ran a very. He, I mean, for him, he was. He came in kind of light and slow. And the thought was, well, if you drop that weight, are you going to be faster? And the answer to that was kind of no. Anyway, like, right? What are you doing here? Are we? Are we going to get too hung up on it? The quarterbacks, of course, have to show out. I've got some guys that ran slow and some guys that didn't run at all. Um, Anthony Richardson was like setting records. Freak show. Yeah. So we're going to talk with Chris Trapasso coming up at 8 o'clock for a full recap of the receivers, the quarterbacks, the combine. You know, a lot of the, lot of the different stories coming out of it. So Chris Trapasso will join us coming up at uh, 8 o'clock. Paul, we'll talk to Paul at 7 o'clock about the Sabres, who have a busy week. And I mean, it is packed to the gills, right? You couldn't, yep. could you possibly have more games in a week for a hockey team? They play tonight against Edmonton, and they've Tom- got tomorrow against the Islanders. Tomorrow against the Islanders. Thursday against Dallas. Yeah, and then Saturday is the Rangers. The Rangers. And that's a that's a stretch. It's yeah. not just a stretch of four games between now and Saturday. That's four, four good, teams in playoff yeah, spots. Yeah, I was, was going to say good teams. I'm not yeah. sure. The Islanders get the good team status, but yeah, they're in a playoff spot, and that game will be the biggest of the bunch. So, busy, busy week from the Sabres, and I'll start there, Joe. So, Saturday, I went to the game. My wife and I went to the game. We brought our kids to the game. Great little Saturday afternoon kids' day game. It was a makeup game from the blizzard, right? Because I didn't know that until I was at the game, and somebody mentioned that. We did not initially plan to go to this game. I will, uh, I'll flat out tell you. The main reason that we went, I think the main reason we went, there's two. One, afternoon games, kids' day, that's that's a great little window for us to go and try and take the kids. And they're still young enough that they can sit on your lap, so you only need two tickets. So that's nice. Nice. Two, the Tage Thompson growth chart, it got us out of our seats. <laughs> they gave away a Tage Thompson growth chart to the first 5,000 kids. So really? it's, it's basically a flag you hang on your wall. Yeah. And it's how you can chart a child how yeah, as they grow. Yeah. Yeah, up to be as tall as Tage Thompson. Is <laughs> six foot six? Yeah, right. Yeah. So that th- I saw that as a hey, first five thousand kids and thought, gotta get it. It might be nice to have one of those. Yeah. And then that's one of those moments where what's most unbelievable about sitting there that day? Is it that they are wearing black and red? Yeah, nice. This, is it that Tage Thompson is a superstar? Scores in th- the first goal for them. All the time. Yep. He scores all the time. Is it that I'm actively going to games for children items? Because everything about Saturday was the dream come true for the Sabres. They're, they're just beating the heck out of the, the, the Lightning, who then went and got smoked by the Hurricanes. Yep. So it was a great Saturday. And the Sabres, they, they, man, they've certainly got some juice to them, you know? They they make the right move at the deadline. And by the right move, I just mean they made a move to try to improve. And uh-huh. and I want to say add to their core. You know, that happens on Friday. We're still here. This is our first show since Friday. So we haven't had a chance to completely break down the entire trade deadline. But it's um it's just a good time to be a Sabres fan, I think. They've, they've got a lot going for them. 
And the win over Tampa was a big one. It was a very big one. Well, the games are fun. Yeah. I mean, they are scoring. They score five in that game. I mean, the black and red jerseys, I've been joking, half kidding with it all year. They've scored five goals or more in every game they've played in that jersey except one. And they lost to the Flyers? 4 nothing. Yeah. In fact, the game where this one was supposed to be. Yeah. They, they got made up. But otherwise, like they've outscored their opponents something like 48-23. to 23. They're 8-1. They... It's funny, they don't really win any other home games except when they're wearing black and red, but they score like crazy. And that is why I think people want to want to compare them to 05-06 more than anything. Yeah, it's they're young, but that team was fun to watch. They scored. The other two playoff teams from Lindy's tenure after that, they're more defensive. So, like, Granado, the way he coaches the style and whatnot, that's kind of why I want... You you made this point last week. Greenway comes in, right? Greenway's got two goals on the year, and he's got like 38 goals on his entire career. I think I've got to be at a point now with him where I think I, I don't know what a guy's going to be with Don Granado until we see them with Don Granado. Like, this guy could come in and score 18 goals. The latest, and it would, be, would it be that crazy? The latest example of that is Tyson Jost. Yeah. Tyson yep. Jost, who was on waivers, yep. and the Sabres picked him up. Hasn't he been a pretty nice addition for them since he showed up. He's on like a 40-point pace for yeah. 82 games, which is well above his career high. Absolutely, and that's he, he scored the other night. Uh, the Sabres, as you make your 05-06 comparison, the Sabres are third in the league in scoring right now, and in 05-06 they were fourth. Yeah. So on a scoring yeah. standpoint, I like the comparison. The depth of scoring. It's, it's the kind of Sabres team that, you know, if you were to – this time next year, Joe, ask somebody's favorite player. You'll get seven answers, ten, right. ten answers. Right. And in the last ten years, it's been hard to find, even though you know they haven't been good and maybe we didn't like the team that much at all, you'd find about four guys that would have fallen in that. Like, you know, people like Eichel and yep. Reinhardt and Skinner. O'Reilly, maybe. Sure, maybe. Yeah. Kane, I don't know. You had a handful of people that you liked. But, right, it, but you know what the other thing is? At some point in time... Well, no, at every point in time, you would have been able to be mad at somebody. Yeah. Right? Like, for, Poso was this for a while. You know, you're making, you're making $6 million a year, long-term contract. Where Where's the production? Skinner, even for a bit. I, that's, you know, we've talked about the coach. But he was on lists at one point, the most overpaid player in hockey, scoring whatever he was scoring. Ristolainen, yeah. he always had him there. The goaltending, like, maybe the goaltending is that answer now. I feel like you can look up and down the roster and who are fans mad at on this team right now? Who do they who uh, do they who are they kind of frustrated with? Yoki Haru? I maybe, I right? Know, right? Like, like he, there really isn't an answer. Does he rate enough to do middle st- Olafson? Olafson right now because Olofsson, he hasn't scored in a while. Maybe that's it. Middle stat every once in a while shows up and plays a great game. Yeah. Um or I shouldn't even say every once in a while. You know, he he's 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 been good for them this year. Even Olsson, I mean, like, yeah, he has not scored in, is it 15 games? Something like that? He's he's on a career high in goals. Yeah. Like, he's already set that with 20 games to go. He's at 23. Comrie maybe is the answer, right? Maybe. Maybe it's Comrie. The but goal, it's not the a long list. It's no, not a long No, list. that's right. And it's certainly not the coach. People aren't upset with the coach. When they trade for a player, like, you, you started bringing this up, Greenway. Okay. Greenway. So Jordan Greenway expected to make his debut tonight. Let's dig into what exactly he is. He is something the Sabres don't have, which is size and I don't want to necessarily say grit because sometimes grit can be a a term that we don't like. But Physicality. Sure, size, physicality at forward. 
and is going to help the Sabres up front. And they are not a very, I don't want to say they're, they're not a big team. They do have Tage Thompson and Owen Power. And those guys are both very tall, very large. Samuelson. Samuelson's big. Yeah. So Greenway adds to their size, and that's nice. I love the move for a couple reasons. And when I say this, I hope it hits as intended. I now have a move I can criticize Kevin Adams for. <laughs> or sure. celebrate. Yeah. Because that's deciding to send a second-round pick out for a player that's not a rental. He's got two more years on his contract. So the Sabres identified Jordan Greenway as someone that they want a part of this thing they're building. He's $3 million a year. Is it three? Uh, uh, three. Yep. Yeah, $3 yep. million a year and under contract for two more seasons. That is an acquisition that you could have made in the summer, and instead you made it now. So yep. I like the move because it is a a bit of a piece they don't have. They didn't do any sacrificing of the future. It was interesting to watch Friday play out. So Friday's deadline day. It's Howard's last show. You know We're waiting for mm-hmm. anything to happen. And about an hour before the deadline, there were quotes from Granado coming out about how you know, it's important that we, we don't we don't give too much of the future away. And whatever it was that he said, the next hour, Sabres fans kind of prepared themselves for no acquisitions at the deadline. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, there's Jordan Greenway. Oh, oh, okay. They didn't sacrifice their future. They make a move. I'm not here to tell you Greenway's going to be the difference if they make the playoffs or not. But it at least indicates that they're not living in complete fear of dealing away second-round picks. Yep. They got a player and they got term. And it helps us see a bit more of what they see of this team and what this team needs. And I think with Greenway, a lot of what you'll hear is, if you get yourself in a playoff series, you need someone like this. Yeah. Who prevents you from getting bullied but not in the punching guys in the face way all the time. Just just more of a presence out there. Yeah. He also, if you're going to add a player like this, Adams talked to, he said the same thing. Like, we don't have a guy like this that felt like teams were trying to push us around a little bit. And he even said it. Like, he likes the way Cousins responds to that and Krebs responds to that, but he just wanted another guy for it. If you're going to add a guy like that, I feel like this, this is a fine guy to do that with because you're not, it's not a net zero everywhere else. Right, like he does have a little bit of offense to his game, and defensively, like his defensive numbers are good. He's not like some defensive specialist, but they're good. And like maybe there's some penalty killing here. He did not do a ton of that in Minnesota, but he did some. And even like again, like looking at some of the numbers, we mentioned Jost earlier having career highs with with Granado in 2021. That's the COVID restart year, not the shortened year, but the restart year. Mm-hmm. He has 32 points in 56 games. I mean, again, that's about what Jost is on pace for now, like a 40-plus point pace. Actually, that's almost a 50-point pace for Greenway. And I would want to be open to that coming out here with Greenway in Buffalo with Granado. He's coached with uh, with Greenway before, the U.S. development program. So I'm open to there being more offense here. And if there isn't, I feel like they added a guy that at the very least – isn't he a long-term replacement for either Kyle Poso or Zemgus Girgensen, who are both free agents? Yeah, probably. Without as much offensive pop as Oposo, and you know, I don't know how much of that Girgensen's really has or really His, has ever had. The Charging Buffalo Twitter account—they put out like a three-minute or two and a half-minute compilation of his best plays. 
I was actually a little surprised that his best plays are playmaking plays. Hmm. Like that year, actually, they mentioned where he had 32 points. He had 26 assists. But again, I'm not expecting him to go out there and have 50 assists in a season. Um, but I I think there might be more offense there than there is with, with Gergensen's. Maybe not. Opoxa a, a scored 20 goals last year. Gergensen's has one 20-goal season, but that's because he played top-line he minutes played, on, a, he, on a tank team. He right? played like, like 22 minutes a night. Yeah, yeah. He, he, so he got his numbers there. Well, hey, I'm, I'm excited to watch him. I'm excited to see a new Sabre. And for me, it's all about the term. It's not even just one year. It's not even... The fact that they, they acquired a guy with two years after this, yeah. that's the Chikrin term. Yeah. When we talked about all the reasons that Chikrin made sense, it was because, why not? Two more years, cheap, and that's what Greenway has for them. So we're going to talk with a guest from the Minnesota Wild, that covers the Minnesota Wild, I should say, coming up at 9.30. So I, I realize it's a long time from now, but if you want to go back and listen to it, if you're you know driving in today, we'll talk with someone about that. We'll talk to Paul coming up at 7 o'clock as well. Tonight it's Edmonton. Mm-hmm. And... We do not get the watching Connor McDavid experience all that often. I mean, I don't get it all that often. He's on the West Coast. And yep. how many games can I see that are not, you know, obviously going to leave, leave me tired? <laughs> is is tonight's experience going to be one of just a fear bunker? Am I in a fear bunker every time he's on the ice? We talked about him last week, his, his goal scoring streak. Yep. His multi goal, it reached five. Five he had scored a, two goals five games in a five row. Five games in a row. Yeah. And when you watch him play, it looks like he could score on every single shift. So tonight, that's the task, is slow yep. that guy down. And the Sabres are not exactly a team that slows anybody down, right? I mean, it's the Sabres get themselves in shootouts, and they win when they score five, and they lose uh-huh. when they score two. So... I don't know, Joe. Are you are you taking the over for both teams? I mean, we're looking at seven <laughs> seven to five, seven to five, one way or the other. A race to six. Who whoever gets to six wins. I probably. I mean, how many points does McDavid have tonight? What would his over under be? Two and a half. I mean, that's a big number for anybody to ever have. But he, yeah, he hits it might that be. pretty consistently. Yeah. I mean, even so, he doesn't score two goals in his last. He has four assists, though, in his last two games. Three assists against Winnipeg, and then one against Winnipeg. I, I mean, he's going to... I think he's going to light the lamp. Right? Like, the Sabres want to play up and down the ice. That opens yourself up to chances on the other end. I, I'll be interested to see also what the Sabres do goaltending-wise. Just the rest of the way in general, but... You got the Oilers tonight, and you got the you got the Islanders on Thursday. Shouldn't you think... Right now, Craig Anderson's your best game. Right? Fresh Craig Anderson is their best goaltender. So do you want to deploy that against Edmonton and try to slow down McDavid, or do you want that in your four-point matchup against the Islanders on Thursday? You probably want it against the Islanders, yeah, don't you? you might. So maybe it's Lucan in tonight, trying to read between the lines. Um, he, It's different him here this time, because every time he's been here before, I've wanted to go to that game just to see McDavid. Like, just to see McDavid. He's a spectacle. You don't get to see him very often on the East Coast. He's here in town. I want to just go there to see McDavid. Tonight's different because you're in a playoff race. Now he's terrifying. Because now the games are important. Now the games matter. You're in a playoff race, and you've got the best player in the world coming to town, and you allow a ton of goals. So that is that is scary. I mean, I feel like they could blow out Edmonton. They could get blown out by Edmonton. Um, and it's only one of... What did we mention here? Four playoff games in a row, four playoff teams in a row that they have to play. So, just don't. Nope, there won't be Johan Larson lining up against them, though. At least we know that. McDavid, if you want his over/under on points, uh, it's at one and a half. But 
That's minus, heavy minus. That's on minus two hundred <laughs> to get on the over to get two points. Yeah, which means you know yep. you're betting one to two. Twenty bucks wins you ten bucks for him to get two points or more. Yeah, feel safe. Feel safe. But hey, you know whatever. Bet responsibly and all that. It's um, Darlene being back too though. Like, it's huge. Do we think he just shut down Tampa's top line on on Saturday? They got benched in the third. Yeah, they did get benched in the third, and Darlene had limited minutes in the second. Yeah. That, that was one thing I did not pick up at the game from the lower bowl with two toddlers, was that Tampa decided in the third period to not play their best players. They, they didn't not, play a single shift. They didn't play a single shift with their top line. Yeah. Which is wild, because I guess, you know, the head coach, there's a big long quote from him saying that he didn't like their game. Is it? Like, doesn't mean a, he kind of went on, went on and said, doesn't have to mean a whole heck of a lot, just means for, for tonight, for this game. It was they weren't helping us, and they didn't play. Mm-hmm. That is wild. That the Sabers are not exactly yeah. the left wing lock, <laughs> neutral zone trap, smother you into oblivion team. Like if you are the Lightning, by the way, have had multiple come from behind wins against the Sabers this year, or right, at least right. or at least come from behind and get it into overtime. Right, they won. Labushkin won in overtime after Tampa came back from two down. Yeah, yeah, and. If they're down four going into the third period or whatever, I, I would have been totally comfortable to play my top players. Even if they're not playing well, I'd have played them out of a slump. Right. right. Just seeing if I can get anything because the Sabres, if there's if there's one thing about the Sabres team that might make you uncomfortable, it's the way they play with multi-goal leads. They kind of just sometimes can back off. And that didn't necessarily happen on Saturday against Tampa because they added that lead. It, it, whatever. It was a great game. It was a great game. It was a bit of a bounce back from the Boston blowout. Yeah. More, more so, you might view it as righting the wrong of losing to Columbus. And to your point yeah. about the Islanders and should you be lining up your best goaltender for the Islanders, I'm, I, I get the point. I, you, you're so jam-packed on games this week. I've got You've got a back-to-back here with Edmonton tonight, and then tomorrow you said is... Tomorrow's, uh, tomorrow's the Islanders. Islanders. Oh, okay, tomorrow's the Islanders. The, Thursday's Dallas. For yeah. some reason, I had yep. those two swapped. Right, so you're playing on a back-to-back. Am I going to give Edmonton... Lukanen. UPL. Well, right. Would you rather that play sounds... Anderson if you would think I got a better chance of him playing at the end of the week? Just to give him that extra day? Yeah. That's the one disappointing thing about the deadline is that they couldn't find or uh-huh. didn't pay for an upgrading goal. Which, yeah. were there that many? The Kings went out and got Corpus Salo. Vegas got Jonathan Quick. That's not an upgrade. Not yeah, an upgrade. There was not a lot of goalie movement. Was that it? It might have been it. I'm not sure another goalie. Cam Talbot didn't move. Nope. Um, yeah, that's it, I think. Corpusalo. Corpusalo was it. And he went in a deal with another player, with Gavrikov, to the Kings. Yep. So they did upgrade their goal, going from quick to get to uh, Corpusalo. But other than that, I mean, should the Sabres have made that move? It would have been a gamble. And it also would have cost them one of their goalies, whether it's Comrie or Lukanen going back down. And I guess I'm I'm good with them not wanting to do anything too drastic. You're just kind of riding with who you've got. Comrie's won four in a row. He His has. numbers are not great in the four. So he's doing the Lukanen thing? Yes. Where you give up a bunch of goals but have a bunch of wins? Yes. Like Saturday, he gives up three. I think save percentage-wise, I'll have to look what it was, was his best game of the four he's won. And he gave up three. Yeah. They don't win unless they score four, though. Like We know this team at this point, right? They will not win unless they score four goals. So the goalie's job is just don't let four in. Okay, well... Highest scoring team in the league? Is it Edmonton? It's Edmonton. <laughs> this is going to be fireworks tonight. Yeah. Get ready. Uh-huh. Edmonton is tops in the league 
The Sabres are third. Yep. Edmonton has 19 more goals than Buffalo. They have played three more games. So do the math on that. They're pretty close yep. to the top two scoring teams in the NHL. Boston's in between them. So Edmonton won, Boston two, Buffalo three. And ESPN Plus tonight? ESPN Plus and yep. Hulu, which isn't that pretty annoying? Right? It's I mean, I get why it is to people. I'm a cord cutter, so for me it's not, but I've, I do get why it is. Yes. I've got access to it also, but it's yes, it's pretty annoying. And give me some Dan Dunleavy. You know? Right. I'd rather have Dan. Yep. Give me Dan and Rob instead of... Do is got, it Boochagross tonight? Got, do we got Bucci tonight yeah. saying that uh, Sabres fans sold their tickets or something like that? So, oh, yeah. He did, that's the last time he did it, right? Still bitter about that. Oh. <sighs> It's not even true. No, it's not even true. I like Bouchergross because he is a champion of the game of hockey, and I think there's value in that. He's the college hockey. Yeah, he loves hockey, and he's you know he's a he's an ambassador for hockey. But I think he's good when he hosts. What's that? The the point? The yep. show they do on ESPN two. Yeah. In the booth, though, it's not the same. No. Something about him in the booth. It's I like don't know what it is. you know. It's like it's like watching the X Games a little bit. Where watching you're, wa- you're watching somebody come down the uh, the half pipe on a snowboard, and they're uh-huh. giving all these terms, and you're like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, you know what's what's this guy talking about? So anyway, ESPN Plus and Hulu tonight. Jeremy White, Jody Biasi. It is uh, Monday. Happy Monday! You can join us eight zero three zero five fifty on the Greenway acquisition for the Sabers. You know it's a big week for them. Edmonton tonight, Islanders tomorrow, Dallas on Thursday. As uh, things roll towards this this potential playoff spot. It feels like every week I'm going to be in here saying this is the week we find out what they're made of. And this is one of them. 803-0550 to join us on WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I just, I think we have a player here that, that we don't have currently. You know, a player that he adds physicality, grit, is a presence. He can hold on to pucks. He's talented where he can make plays and get up and down the ice, but also with that frame and his, his ability to hang on to pucks and, and just have a physical presence, I think it's an important addition. Sabres GM Kevin Adams on Jordan Greenway, who we may see make his Sabres debut tonight. Grew up a Sabre fan, we think. See that? Ooh, I did not see that. There is a card from his United States... Is it the national team or is it his junior team? Either way, it's like personal info, background on Jordan Greenway. And his answer to NHL team you followed most growing up, Buffalo Sabres. I mean, he did grow up in Canton, New York. Where's Canton, New York? It's a good question. Don't know. Should should I know that? I mean, I'm from 
central New York, and I, we live in western New York. I've been around New York. Should I know where Canton, New York is? Um, if it's somewhere near where you lived, then I think maybe. But otherwise, I'm looking right now. I, I, does Kevin Adams have a Rolodex, by the way, of all players in the NHL that used to be Sabre fans? I thought the same thing when you brought that up. Do they just dip into the... Can't, if, if that Rolodex exists, the Leafs stack is five times the size yeah. of every other team, right? Right, yes. Kids growing up for the Leafs. Canton, New York, by the way, very north. Like at, Oh, nor- up, up near Potsdam area. Yeah, yeah. So not like necessarily close. He's he's far enough up there that following Ottawa or Montreal would not have been a surprise either because you're, you know. They're the two closest teams. All the way up. All right. Jordan Greenway could make his debut. Sabres and... Oilers, Oilers, Oilers tonight. Oilers, the highest scoring team in the league. And are, are Sabers? I'm, I'm saying this kind of seriously. Are Sabers defensemen waking up this morning thinking, <sighs> "Big one tonight." Don't get posterized. <laughs> yeah. Don't get posterized. You know, we hear uh-huh. the the guys that were fighters in the league. Andrew Peters has told stories like this. In the when you've got a big game and you know on the other bench, there's a guy that's gonna you're gonna fight George LaRock that night. Yeah, you don't sleep the night before. You're thinking, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna have my moment. I'm gonna fight this guy probably. If you're a, a defender, you're thinking right now. If you're a defense pair, yeah, this guy walks through defense pairs. I mean, Thompson's done this a couple times too. But hey, you, you wake up, you get to the rink, you look at each other like you and me tonight. Let's let's or like. Does Darlene text Samuelson last night? Like, you still up? Yeah. Are you can't sleep? Are you thinking about it? (laughs) Yeah. You be careful. Uh We we can't. We can't have him do anything to us. That's too crazy. Of course, the McDavid memory for me is there any other McDavid memory against the Sabers than when Dan Bylsma started Johan Larson and McDavid scored twenty two seconds into the game? Nope. No, it has to be. It's amazing. It's the first time he's here, right? Yep. Yep. It's the first time McDavid and Eichel squared off. And Dan Biles line matched with Larson. Yep. And they scored 22 seconds in. Horrible. So bad. And then McDavid got. It was hilarious. It was one of those moments, too, where I'm in the arena oh, was... and it happens and I am just laughing. And well, after he scores, like that, it's unbelievable. Before Eichel fell out and we all hate him and he moved away, and before Kruger put Skinner on the fourth line, this was my thing that made me the most mad that the Sabres coach had ever done. Was. Yeah. Everybody's in the arena. It's jacked up. We're excited. It's Eichel versus McDavid in the first ever matchup, and he rolls out Johan Larson to get the opening face off. And then in post game or with us or whatever, said I didn't get caught up in the moment. And then McDavid scored, which made it amazing. He right, also, like also it didn't even work. No, it didn't even work. And McDavid scored the overtime winner in that game. If you remember that, I do because it was a was it a weak backhand from the wall like on Leonard. It wasn't great. I'm pretty sure he he. He makes a move and maybe bluffs wrist the line in a little bit. Uh-huh. And whatever. Stunner. He, he wins it in overtime. So McDavid's after that, I don't really remember much of him coming here. I mean yeah. that that's in part because we don't remember a whole lot of games in that five years as time, individually. As time goes on, look, look reminiscing on the tank a little bit right here. As time goes on, is how much better he is than the field. Like I, I said this, I think on Friday. Others have said it too. He is the best player in sports compared to the number two player in his sport. And he's not even. Yeah, that's the thing about it. He's. It's not even how much better than Eichel he turned out to be. It's how much better than everybody. everybody. He's. He's that much better than everybody. So I'm starting to wonder. Like to me, I don't know how I felt about this when they tanked eight years ago. Now, that's eight years now. 
it, when they tanked eight years ago, my sell on it was I'm getting 100% at one of the two. Yeah. As time goes on, more and more I'm going, it might have been worth it just even for the 20% at him. He's that He's that good, right? Yeah. Well, if you're, I don't even know if I, I, going back in time, if you told me Eichel was born 40 days earlier than he was, and he's in the previous draft. And you, I, could, and you could see what McDavid is and say, yes. would you do it for a 20% chance? You know he's, he's going to be, he's going to score 160 points in his career. Well, like, in a season. Built into that, of course, Joe, is, an, you know, like you said, not to go back to the tank, not to argue things. Sometimes when people want to talk about that, they act as if you'd be taking a Sabres team like this one and not letting it be this good so that it could finish last. Right. The, the best outcome for that team was 28th. Oh, right. They, they were never going to be good. They were right. never going to be good. So the idea that anybody was rooting for it or rooting against them in that moment was, I just don't want them to finish with the fourth pick. Yeah. That stinks. Let's, you know, let's have a good time here if we can. So well, would like, you do it for 20% of him? Having seen him now... What yes. if it was I, I told I tell you ahead of time what he's going to be. He's the best player. He's the best player since Gretzky. Well, that, so like he's going to live up to every single ounce of the hype that was built up for him. <laughs> Let's do it right now about Bedard. This is one of the things that's kind of amazing. That yeah, the, the NHL has constantly been fighting against tanking. Going back to Lemieux. Going back to maybe. Somebody even before that, Montreal, is it Rocket Richard? Somebody. Maybe. Montreal tanked in like, the, in like the 60s yeah. at one point, or 70s. Anyway. I think I think it was for Lafleur. Okay, Guy Lafleur. So, the NHL's always tweaking their lottery, always tweaking the rules, and they've now done it where the number one overall pick mm-hmm. is even more odds for the last place team. Right now, tanking for Bedard would get you a 25% chance. Right. Right, more of a chance than you would have had in the McDavid year. It was only twenty percent. So, in their efforts to constantly tweak this format, they've now taken it where if you're not in the top ten, you can't go all the way to number one. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, this we- is happening in the NBA right now too, where I'm looking at their their format. So Victor Wembanyama is like best prospect since LeBron. He's seven five, shoots like Durant, and he can move. And there's no second guy. Everyone's tanking. And you know what their odds are? The last place team, the second last team, and the third last team. They all have the same odds. 14%. So all these teams are trying to get in the bottom three. Yep. San Antonio picked their roster apart. Houston. I'll tell you. All these teams are tearing it down and tanking for a 14% chance because they know, even though it's only 14%, if you hit on that 14%, you've got 15 years of a completely different existence. My favorite thing about this exact example is a little bit about the Toronto, about the NHL as well, which is I've got a Hall of Fame coach that wins all the time, all of a sudden is one of the worst three teams in the league, like Popovich, right? Yes. Like, hey, he's a great coach. He's coaching them right where they want to go. And that reminds me. Oh, he's he's the maestro on this. Reminds me of Babcock. Mike Babcock, yeah, yeah. consensus best coach in the sport. Oopsie, last place. <laughs> yep. Rich in Lakeview, quick. What's up, Rich? Hey, good morning, guys. Um, you know, I, I'm looking at this, and I just remember the, you know, um, tantrums after we didn't get McDavid. I like to think about everything you guys are saying, what it would have been, but the ownership and the people we had leading this club in the last eight years, 
there's no way Connor McDavid's still a Sabre if we win him on that day. No Ooh. way. Kruger chases him out of town. <laughs> there's no way. Yeah. I well, don't I don't know. Well, I, I kind of like this. What what would if, if they won the lottery that night? What would have happened? Where are we today? Well, I think a- as th- it stands right now, I mean, if McDavid joined this version of the Sabres, so that's different because they, they sure. appear to be running things well, but how bad things were. Let's entertain this very quickly. You've already said, we've already said, everybody, I mean, it's, it's pretty common. Wow, he's going to want out of Edmonton. They made the conference finals with him. Sure. Yep. They, they have had playoff appearances. Tw- two. Two. They've had playoff <laughs> Two in eight years. I mean, it's two, not great, but they have, yep. Two in eight years. So you might not think they'll run all that well, and he might be, of course, a big difference. But well, if you go deep into the fancy stats, and I'm not even sure I subscribe to all this stuff, Joe, but if you go into the deep, deep, deep fancy stats, people would say having Connor McDavid's worth like eight points for your team a year. I think that's low, but that's what a sure. lot of these numbers say. Eight to nine points a year at the most. And the Sabres have never been within nine points of a playoff appearance. Okay, because what I was about to say was, if McDavid's on the Sabres, aren't they the Oilers? I don't think so. They don't have Dreisaitl. They have Reinhardt instead, and let's be real about that one, too. He was not Dreisaitl. No, he was not. That might be right. I It feels, it feels crazy to me, though, that they wouldn't have snuck in somehow once. With him. Yeah. I mean, but they haven't been close. I know, but they haven't been. Cl- and right now, they're in a race. And, and they got a big one tonight against that guy, McDavid. 803 to join us. Jeremy White, Sneaky Joe. We'll talk to Paul, top of the hour, about Jordan Greenway, the win on the weekend over Tampa. It's all coming up. Your phone calls as well. Join us. We've got open phone lines. Happy to take your calls. Thanks, Rich, for that one. 803 on WGR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. They need him now. In goes the corner. Cleared only as far as Nelson has to get his shot right. That's a call of Reese Nelson's man 97th minute winner for Arsenal on Saturday morning. I had I had haven't played that for a reason. Is think, it because highlights where the crowd is overwhelming the announcer are just awesome? It's awesome. There was also a shot from the field level that showed their manager Mikel Arteta his reaction, and you kind of can't see him because the stadium is shaking so much, the camera's moving around like crazy. <laughs> you yes. can't see anything. But I brought. I wanted to play that because I had a quick offshoot conversation with you ready for this, which is, what highlight have you watched the most immediately after it happens? Because for me, I've watched that Reese Nelson goal. I'm an Arsenal fan. It was an incredible goal. It was an incredible uh-huh. moment for them to stay on top and whatever. It reminded mm. me of the Drury goal. Because the Drury goal, when it happens... It's amazing. You live through it. They go on to win with the max overtime goal. And then I just watch it a hundred times in the next twenty four hours. Yeah. So like the 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 Taron Johnson pick six is this for me. How many times have you watched that over and over to see yep. every time it's such a huge moment for the team 
that you want to see every player and how they react and what happens. And for that reason, Nelson goal for Arsenal. Joe, I've watched it a hundred times. There's actually an article that breaks down every single player's reaction live and in the moment. I love that. Yeah, I'm watching. Love that. I'm watching upper deck video and field side video, and you know, sometimes you just get such a great moment. You just watch as much as you can. Yeah. For me, recently it is soccer. It's Liverpool against Barcelona in the Champions League a couple years ago. So they when came back, down four nil or they, something. They or? were down four nil. And Wijnaldum scores like a tying goal header, and the it's more the crowd. Oh yeah, it's just like same thing. Crowd, the camera shaking, everything's going crazy. My saber example for this though is the Campbell hit. After that happened, I think I watched it probably five thousand times in the next forty eight hours. <laughs> yeah, and like that's that's me just really starting to know what YouTube is. So that's pretty early on. That's like me on a desktop computer in the school library probably doing that. But I watched that Campbell hit five million times after it happened. And the Briere goal, too. The Briere goal from that game, I've watched it a million times. Yeah, me too. I mean, that is... I'm 11 at that point. That's really my first playoff game. Like, I'm five for the Music City Miracle. That that game is really my first playoff game. I'm going to formulate a theory here, just on the spot. It only really works if it's a home game. Yes. Because right. what you said is right. Why do I watch that a million times this weekend? Because I cannot get enough of the moment where 75,000 people all at once are, just going are blown away by what happened on the field. What's the away version, right? Is there one? The Taron Johnson one is it's, even tough like it, because it, there's only 1,000 people it, there. That's right. There's 10,000 people in the building 10, for Taron Johnson. Yep. So that is a little tough, but it's still at home. How many times did you watch the Labushkin goal back? <laughs> Like, that's pretty big, but it's away, right? None. What is, how many times do you watch it back if that goal's at home? Oh, a thousand. Isn't that play unreal? Isn't everyone, as he goes down the ice, isn't everybody just going crazy? Yes. Like, look, it's Labushkin. Yeah. And then Holy it, cow. If he had scored that goal in Tampa, in Buffalo, it would have been a sound we've never heard before because it would have, maybe we have. It like, would have been like, like shock. Shock, gasp, cheer. And then the gummy bear song. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> So Arsenal with that one, man, what a moment. I was in line, not in line, I was waiting for the train to come to watch uh, the Sabres and Lightning on Saturday, watching the end of the Arsenal game on my phone, holding a child in one hand, watching the other, and I, you know, pretty great moment. Anyway, Drury, that was my, thinking about it, Drury, the highlight you've watched the most. What's the Bills highlight? I was was just thinking, what is my Bills highlight? I've got one for you that's an honorable mention here. Sam Adams pick six against Brady. It's pretty good. But right after you... That's isn't the, this part of the thing here, right after it happened? Yeah. What are we doing but, in 2002 to rewatch that? Uh, oh, There's you no see, YouTube, is there? No, you're right, but you're probably... You're just, I guess, watching ESPN as many okay, times yeah. as you can. Just watch SportsCenter on a loop. You could kind of figure out like where in SportsCenter they're putting it. It's like, okay, they play in the first five minutes. That means in a half hour, we yeah. put SportsCenter back on to watch it again. It's up again. What else? All right, I'll think about that a little the bit. The drought ending, right? The drought ending. Boyd. Yeah, Boyd. Boyd's touchdown. But not even just the touchdown. No. Like, you want the Bills locker room yes. reaction, you're right? you're watching Kyle Williams' face. Yes. In that one. I think I watched Kyle. I, YouTube, you can do or you could slow it down. I think I watched Kyle Williams' face in, like, .25 speed. So you can really, like, the exact moment where he realizes, oh, my God, I'm going to the playoffs. Yep. 
803-0550. Paul Hamilton will join us on the other side. We'll talk about the win over Tampa and the week ahead for the Sabres. They've got a big one. Edmonton tonight, ESPN Plus and Hulu. So Sabres and Oilers, we'll talk about it with Paul and also get the uh, early impressions on what Jordan Greenway might bring to this team as well. Jeremy White, Jody Biasi on WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.